0: You're listening to the Fayetteville 411 podcast produced by the City of Fayetteville where you'll get information about city government and the programs and services we provide. You'll get topics of interest and an inside look into the various departments that help keep our city moving. Thanks for joining us for the Fayetteville 411. I'm Gavin McRoberts.
1: And I'm Sherry Crop, and we're your host for the podcast. The Fayetteville 411 is one of several podcasts that the City produces for our podcast channel Radio Fayetteville as we provide timely and informative updates every week on a variety of topics related to the City of Fayetteville.
0: Now I'm really excited to be inviting our friends and colleagues over at the Arts Council for Fayetteville and Cumberland County. To the Fable 401. Now, the Arch Council plays a vital role in our community, and we're going to talk today um, and see what all they have to offer. Our guests today are Matoya Scott, the Public Relations Manager, and Kenan Jackson, Grants Manager for the Arch Council. Matoya, for those who are not familiar with the Arch Council, tell us a little bit about your organization.
2: Hey, Gavin and Sherry. Thank you so much for allowing me to be on here. For those who do not know about the Arts Council, we are located right here in downtown Fayetteville, on the 300 excuse me 400th block, with a big building with the bright red doors on the outside, located at 433 Hay Street. Um, the Arts Council is a granting. Offer- organization. We offer funding to artists, art and culture organizations, nonprofits and municipalities, as well as produce major events in our community that you might be familiar with, such as the International Folk Festival, a Dickens Holiday, and True to Yourself.
0: And and I always love all the different programs you, you provide because it brings so much energy and vitality to our community.
2: It really does i am always amazed at how diverse our community is how many cultures are here especially with the international folk festival if people didn't get a chance to attend in the past you can attend by looking at our facebook this year we kind of put together a virtual montage of a few cultures that offer Um, I guess, experiences to our community and see some dancing, some recipes, some traditional garments that they wear in the IFF that we did virtually this year.
1: Well, Matoya, that's one of the questions that I had now. Uh, For people that have been to some of the festivals in the past, the International Folk Festival and Dickens Festival, they're they're fantastic events and a great way for the community to come together and just have a lot of fun. Um, But due to COVID-19, I know that you guys have had to do things – a lot different this year so talk about that
2: yeah so with COVID-19 it's given us the ability to grow we've really opened up our virtual programming and it's accelerated and extended our footprint past what we thought it would. We are able to do virtual art galleries now where you can walk through the gallery in your own home on your mobile device or on your laptop and see um, art from local artists here. We, as I mentioned before, we did the International Folk Festival virtually. Uh, We do Hey Street Live which is a virtual jam session and you can watch that from your personal device, and interact with the artists, ask them questions, and see a live performance from a lot of great local talent. We have um, several different bands on there, people who are from Fayetteville. I think we had two people who have um, auditioned from either The Voice or American Idol perform on there. And their music is available on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, it's just great talent. that that we're able to show to the entire world now with um virtual programming
1: yeah i've watched a couple of those uh hay street lives and they're pretty cool and i think you guys have done a great job at staying engaged with the community even during this pandemic
2: well thank you so much sherry Mm -hmm.
1: um kenan we have a community rich with talented artists what resources are available to artists who want help from the arts council
3: yeah, thanks, Sherry. So we're, the Arts Council is pretty fortunate uh, that we are partners with the North Carolina Arts Council, uh, division um, of uh, the Department of Culture and Natural Resources that provides us with substantial funding that we're able to subgrant out in our community. And part of those sub-grants are actually available to artists in Cumberland County. Um, this year, we, we have just closed out our Artist Support Grant Initiative, which provides grants up to $1,000 for artists in Cumberland, Hoke, Robeson, Sampson, and Scotland counties um, to help further their careers and provide additional funds to help them grow their portfolios so as part of that process Arts Council staff are available to work with these artists help them understand what's a you know what's a healthy grant application uh, what are healthy measures for success and to even uh, beyond that when they receive a grant from the Arts Council help them build their project and and implement it in Cumberland County you know what I think a lot of people think of art, they always think of the traditional uh, art with
0: painting or music, but art is so much more than the traditional forms. And I know that a lot of the programs you guys will provide grants for, it allows for expression in a, in a variety of different mediums. Can you talk about some of the programs and some of the examples? And uh, you know, what can, you know, what, how does this uh, support the arts?
3: Yeah, the arts council was pretty fortunate, I think. In um, as much as you know, we do receive funding from uh, folks at the state. We receive funding locally from the county uh, and from the city as well. So we're pretty fortunate to be able to return those funds back to the community, back to artists and nonprofit arts and culture organizations that really deserve it uh, and do good work in the area. So some examples of that. Um, we find our, our uh, the Gilbert Theatre for example is a group that we fund for their series uh, they've been able uh, in spite of the pandemic to transition some of their work to accommodate actors and uh, small gatherings of individuals we also fund organizations like Groundswell Pictures that just had their Indigo Moon Film Festival back in October again another organization that was able to pivot so that they could offer that film festival completely online and virtually this year it's pretty impressive um, for our Again, we do provide opportunities like an artist support grant, but then we also have for both nonprofits and for artists our mini grant initiatives at the Arts Council and these grants provide up to $1,250 for artists or nonprofit or arts and culture organizations to provide um, some sort of project event or activity specifically in Cumberland County that's arts and culture related. So um, we have a, a pretty nice menu of opportunities available to both nonprofits and to artists in Cumberland County.
0: I think that it kind of brings up an interesting um, point that you talk about. It's not just, you know, full-time artists. I mean, I'm like me. I like doing uh, stuff on the weekends. I'm kind of like a weekend warrior when it comes to art projects. So, I mean, these grants can go to people who do it as a passion or or as their free time as well.
3: That's right. So, you know, the, the Arts Council really does kind of appreciate the fact that, Um, You know, art really is sometimes in the eye of the beholder. And that could be someone who works a nine to five job like me, but then in evenings and weekends is maybe a part time artist. Um, So we really respect and want to support that, especially in light of the pandemic and, and providing as much opportunity as we can to artists who are both full time and part time.
1: For those who may not know, the Arts Council building has a wonderful gallery inside, and uh, I know that you all change out exhibits at various times throughout the year um,
2: is Is that open to the public now? It absolutely is, sherry, right now we have the new exhibition is Cooperative 2.0. It's the an exhibition that we opened last year that joined with the Cape Fear Studios and it highlights a lot of local artists. I believe there's eight artists in this coming in this exhibition. Um, you can view it in person, but it's shown by appointment only. And um, in order to make an appointment, you would go email admin at the artscouncil.com Or you can call the Arts Council at 910-323-1776 to schedule an appointment. That show will be open up until January 5th, um, and the tours are 30 minutes and self-led. But anybody who comes into the Arts Council has to make an appointment beforehand, and they must wear a mask or face covering as well.
0: Is there a fee? Is it free to come if you it's want to do a absolutely tour?
2: Absolutely free. It's absolutely free. And most of the art is available for purchase. On the placard up under the art, you'll see the name of the piece, the artist, and the price for it.
0: I always loved whenever I ever get to, to go film inside the Arts Council because you get to see some really cool. Beautiful stuff in a variety of genres, whether we're talking about acrylics, oils, paintings, or photography, which is
3: what I always enjoy seeing.
2: And all of that is debuted in this exhibition, as well as some pottery pieces and some sculpture.
3: And the really unique thing about the cooperative exhibit, too, is it's just that it's a cooperative between the Arts Council and Cape Fear Studios. So not only do we have the exhibit at 301 Hay Street and the Arts Council Galleries, but there's also a sister exhibit at uh, Cape Fear Studios as well. So you can see, see uh, works from artists at both locations.
2: Yes, and that one will begin on November 27th. So um, you will be able to see their artwork, I believe, virtually as well and um, in person by appointment.
1: And uh, that brings up a good point, Ken, and I was uh, going to ask about the collaboration between the Arts Council and many of the other organizations here in town. I mean, I know you guys work closely um, with a lot of the downtown uh, businesses and organizations. Uh, talk about that.
3: Yeah, so, you know, the, the I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, you know, the the Arts Council was just able to to award um, about $375,000 worth of funds from the State Arts Council through our NC CARES for the Arts grant initiative. Um, we provided awards up to 14 arts and culture and arts and culture programming organizations in Cumberland County. And that was to really help them offset some of the expenses of staying open during the pandemic uh, in 2020. So, you know, we we have these wonderful relationships with arts and culture nonprofits that are as small as a one or two person operation uh, to those like uh, the Cape Fear Botanical Garden or Cape Fear Regional Theater uh, that are you know large very multi million dollar operations.
0: And I think one of my, one of my favorite programs that you guys have too is the sculptures you put up all downtown. Along the streets, kind of walk along. Although I do have a bone to pick, you guys put up a bunch of popsicles, and I'm on a diet, and it makes me hungry every, <laughs> every time I walk by. But uh, tell me a little bit about some of the, that program as well.
2: So our, did you want to go yeah, ahead and take a yeah, Okay, so go ahead. our public art is um, an exhibit called "Works in Progress." We just did the fourth installation of that "Works in Progress" four, and with that, we were able to put public art all around downtown Fayetteville. Um, There's, I'm surprised by some of the places that it's been. Like I hadn't noticed the one with the the two deers at the uh, transportation museum until recently. Yeah,
3: that's right. Yeah,
2: and then um, at Festival Park, as well as um, right here in front of City Hall, (laughs) which that one is one of my favorite, it's so colorful.
1: (laughs) And it's a great way to get people to explore downtown, um, maybe to some areas of the downtown area that they haven't been before. Absolutely, and
2: we encourage everyone to come down and see that. You can view all of the offerings on our website at www.theartsouncil/publicart. We actually have an active competition right now. Um, this exhibition is temporary so like you mentioned the popsicle one um, I believe that was in Public Works 3. We have the Sweethearts right now but we actually rent that through um, donations from private donors and um, we are sometimes able to purchase it if we are able to collect enough donations and we have a committee that works to select which piece is most popular. This year we're doing a campaign to see what the people like and if you post your picture with a the, one of the sculptures and hashtag it FayeArts, um, the artist who has the most posts is going to receive a $1,000 that um, is going on until December 15th and um, just post on your Instagram or your Facebook with the hashtag Faye Arts with your sculpture and I would really like to see the families out there with the art you know people get really creative with what they do I think the Sunshine Beauty bar they go out there and take pictures with the sweethearts all the time models take uh, pictures with our public art but um, I'd love to showcase it on our our social media as well
1: uh, talk about what programs and events we can expect to see in 2021
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, we've talked about, um, you know, partnership and cooperation at the Arts Council. So uh, beginning in uh, January of 2021, we'll open our next round of our large grants called our Project Support Grants. Uh, Those will open up. We'll provide workshops for folks, technical assistance for those in the month of February. Uh, The deadline for those will be March the 15th of 2021, Um, as well as uh, our mini grants. Our next application for our mini grants will be due on February the 19th as well.
0: Excellent. Well, I really want to thank both of you for coming on and sharing what all that the Arts Council has to offer. I think this 15-minute show went so quickly. Um, I was really surprised. Thank you for coming on.
2: Thank you for having us. Yeah,
0: thank you. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of The Fable 411. Now, listener, I want to thank you for joining us for today's podcast. And be sure to subscribe to Radio Fable, the City of Fable's podcast channel, as we provide shows like this and other timely and informative updates every week. You can subscribe to Radio Fable on Apple iTunes, the iTunes podcast app, as well as the Google Play Music Podcast portal. You can also listen to every podcast that Radio Fable has to offer by downloading the TV streaming app available now on Roku, Apple TV, Android TV, and Amazon Fire TV.
1: You can also view all of our video content by visiting FayTV.net. To get information about city services, go to our webpage at FayettevilleNC.gov. Thanks for joining us.